Blog Talk Radio. This is Zenobia, and I have with me today a very special woman that I'd like to introduce you to. Her name is Yvonne Corbin, and she is the author of From Me to You. And if you had the opportunity to read the billboard for her, it states that This is a book that is designed to reach your heart with her heart. It's a connection. Yvonne, as she's known, her actual first name is Ala. Isn't that beautiful? (laughs) (laughs) I hear her smiling. And Yvonne has experienced a very full and rich life, one with bumps, twirls, twists, pains, losses, Fears, hurts, scars, hopes, dreams, and joys. And guess what, folks? Her life has been just like many of ours. And so I want to give Yvonne, on behalf of all of you, a hearty, hearty welcome. Welcome to the show, Yvonne. Well, thank you so much, Zenobia. I am excited to be here today, and thank you so very much for the invite. And hello, all of you who are listening. Absolutely. It's my great pleasure to have you. Uh, I want to go on a little bit and also reveal, because she probably won't do this about herself, she is a counselor, a motivational speaker, and she holds many certifications for her work and ministry that involves youth and women in various stages of life. I'm going to let her speak about what some of those stages are and perhaps uh, if there is any part of what she's going to say at this point that she enjoys uh, more than the others. So, Yvonne, tell us a little (laughs) bit about your ministry and work. Actually, it's like if I enjoy more of one than the other. I don't know because, you know what, basically right now as I uh, sit in 2017, I am, in the, I am uh, an associate pastor at Trinity for women's ministry. And, you know, when we are leading or in the midst of a diverse congregation with diversity of women, diversity of needs, and so all of that and a lot of the experience that I have had really is good for me because I can identify with a lot of the needs. I've been married for 51 years, married young. Congratulations and blessings to you. Well, thank you. Thank you, and I applaud my husband for being by my side for those years. (laughs) And it has been... Through a lot of challenges, a lot of struggles, we have four children, uh, nine grandchildren, and I have, actually, you know what is really interesting, my husband and I both are 
come from a family of 11. So that's oh. really interesting. Yeah, I am the youngest in mine, of course, and he's, I think he's the middle of his. And it has just been an, a journey. To get to where I am, I have worked voluntarily at pastoral care at St. Francis Hospital in Federal Way, Washington. I have gone to Purdy, which is a woman's institutional uh, rehab, uh, correction place in Gig, uh, Purdy, Washington, actually, and volunteered at Phoebe House, which is also for women that are coming off of uh, different kinds of issues to be rehabilitated. So I would go there like once a week and do mentoring, give them life skills uh, seminars to encourage them, to strengthen them, to inspire them. And it's just been a journey of different, several different things. My husband and I together was a part of a CareNet program. You know, CareNet is a pregnancy for families and if you an alternative to abortions, actually. And my yes. husband and I, for years, went into middle schools to um, do abstinence, sexual abstinence. And if we can get the young people before they get out there in it, and they don't have to worry about having an abortion or having a baby because they've been abstinent. So that's yes. just really, really cool. Yeah. So, And through all of the experiences that I have, which actually brought me to write my book, my husband was in a very life-threatening, very traumatic accident, oh, in 1987. And that happened right after our second daughter had had uh, an unplanned, yes, pregnancy in her last year of high school. Actually, it was her junior year of high school. She had the baby in between the um, the, the, the junior and the senior year. And in the process of all of that, she had the baby. My husband was in a really bad accident, and then the baby died of SIDS. Oh. So there was just a lot of emotions. Yes. And I think I started journaling during that time. And after the fact, several people said to me, one lady who I didn't even know really, I ended up going to Florida for a women's conference through a girlfriend that she and I had grew up together in Arkansas. And this lady said, you know you're supposed to write a book. And I'm saying, me, for real? I don't think so. <laughs> Me write a book. But at that time, doing all of the things that I was experiencing, I began to journal. And then I went back to a church that I was going to and a young man who used to be there. He came down to where I was sitting and, and, and walked me down the front. He said, you know, you're supposed to write a book. And it's like, <laughs> for real, Lord? <laughs> what are you saying to me? So yeah. I say, you know, the Bible says out two or three witnesses, you know. Hmm. And yeah. I just began to keep, I kept journaling, kept journaling. So that's how my book came out of my journaling, out of my personal life traumatic, but yet God leading me through life experiences. Yes. Well, one of the things that I want you to um uh, just pause and maybe share a little bit with the audience. These, The way this was built is special moments designed especially for you. You, the audience, Yvonne wants to speak into your hearts, not that she hasn't been already, but 
I just want to hone in, Yvonne, for a moment. You know, mm-hmm. every single day it seems more and more. We, When I reflect back on my life, it seems as though there were some breathers. But here of late, every single day just seems to be wrought with, if not worldwide tragedy, national tragedy. And we're mm-hmm. in for people in these moments where I mm. can you can, where they can, come up for air, even in the middle of Mm -hmm. all of this ugliness, this darkness that we see and face. Mm -hmm. I'd like you to speak to that a little bit from your own experience, uh, from your book, however you might want to approach it. Okay, well, the title of my book is From Me to You. And that title uh, is, was birthed from how God walked with me through all of those experiences and then how he ministered to me. And my goal was to minister it to you, the reader, or to whomever else there is. And a, and a lot of times, yes, it's very distracting, very disheartening, very uh, painful when we go through life challenges but one thing I have found and one thing that I lean heavy on is my relationship with God. And my relationship with God really um, spindles through my relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And because of him and through him, it comes back through the Holy Spirit. And with the three of them, you know we can't go wrong, right? Amen. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. We can't go wrong. And then, and I have realized when I lean into the situation, trusting God, knowing either I believe in him or I don't, either I believe he is the supreme ruler of everything or I don't, either I know that he is the creator of all or I don't, either Mm. I uh, trust him or I don't. And when I trust him, not and knowing that he doesn't um, bring about a lot of these things, but he allows them to come. And because he allows them, that means that there is something in it for me and I can get through it. So all I have to do is lean into it, and um, it's a day-by-day process. You know, I think sometimes that's why Jesus taught the disciples, give us this day our daily bread. And interesting, earlier when I was preparing for this, I told my husband, I said, there's just so many things going on in my mind because i got to do this tomorrow, dot, dot, dot. He said, no, 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 no. Think not on the things of tomorrow, for the things of tomorrow will take care of itself. And there is so much going on in the world, so much going on. I mean, you you want to get in the bed, cover up your head, and don't come out anymore, <laughs> because every time you think, every time you think you got it, it's like, whoa, what happened? The ends yeah. are together, then all of a sudden, boom, somebody moves one of the ends, and it and it's like everything breaks loose again. Yeah, yeah. And that is actually what's happening, but exactly. there is a God. So either we believe, I and I choose, I choose to believe in Him. Regardless. What about the person who might be listening who's saying, yeah, 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 I've heard that all before, mm-hmm. and uh, God hasn't done a thing for me. In fact, he's caused my family 
heartache and grief. How would you respond to that, Yvonne? I heard you well, say something earlier, um, and anyway, let me just be quiet for a second. No, How no, go mean? ahead. No, say that. That may help me get get an answer. Okay. <laughs> I don't have the exact uh, phraseology, but um, I hear you saying that it's a choice. We have a <laughs> choice, and I just wonder if that could be a launching point for the person who is doubtful that God can help them or that maybe that there even is a God. You know, that is good. One thing about it, let's settle our, our, our mind and let's choose to know, not believe, but to know that there is a God. Even when we look at nature, man can't do that. Man can do a lot of things, but he can't even do what he does without a higher power, God, giving him the insight to do it. And it's not that it's easy, no, but it is a choice. And even if you don't believe, quote, unquote, in God, God of the universe, tell me, how is it that you don't know when you go to sleep at night, you don't know what transpired while you're sleeping, and yet you wake up in the morning, it's like, did you wake yourself up? Hmm. Mm. Or did somebody else wake you up? And if they woke you up, how did you know to get up? Because there is a God. And there is one thing in my book. It, it, it's called, sometimes, you know, it's like, God, where are you? Where are you? Yes. Are yes. you here? Are you there? I um, wrote a little poem in my book. It's called The Voice of Silence. And it says, listen to the silence. Listen through the silence. Mm. Listen for the silence. And then speak, silence, speak. Speak uh. through the heartbeat. Speak through the heartache. Speak through the heartbreak. Speak, mm. silence, speak. Speak and I will hear. Speak and I will know. Speak and I will follow. Speak, silence, speak as I listen. 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 That is so important. And as, yeah. And as I li- read that over again, as I read that again, it's like to the heartbeat, you know. I can't control the beat of my heart. I can't. So therefore, no, there indeed. is a God. There is a God. And the heartache is like it can be so painful and so disheartening, but in the midst of the heartache, I do survive. Because when we look back on last year or the week before or yesterday even, something transpired and it's like, oh, hell has broken loose. I don't think I'm going to be able to get through this. But guess what? You've gotten through it. Today Mm -hmm. is a new day. Today is a new day. And you can look back and you can say, wow. I made it through that so I can make it through this. And when Jesus died on the cross, God was in so, uh, if I want to use this for the lack of a better word, phrase, if I want to put it in human terminology, he was very human. He had to turn his back because he didn't want to see his son die. You know, and then, of course, there is Jesus. When his friend Lazarus died, he wept. 
So all of this is a part of life. It makes us a better person. It makes me a better person. And because of all of that that I've gone through, I was able to write the book so that you out there can know that no matter how much tragedy transpires in your life, we are survivors. We don't have to be the victim totally all the time. We can be victorious. I love that, and I love what you, your your poem. Listen, mm. just listen. We just have to listen. It's just so profound. And mm. listening speaks of waiting. You know, in order yes. to listen, you have to slow down. You have to stop. Mm-hmm. And that might be part of what happens to us. We're just in such a hurry as a oh, country. Gosh. Some states even are more uh, um, quick and swift than other states, but we just mm-hmm. need to listen. And yeah. I also liked what you said about the fact that I don't wake myself up. I may wake mm-hmm. up um, the same time every day without an alarm clock, but I didn't right. do it. And right. even if I wake up with an alarm clock, I didn't do that either. <laughs> the alarm <laughs> sounded, but did I have to hear it? I could right. have been in another place. But mm-hmm. I wake up. When I wake mm-hmm. up, it's not my own doing. I think that's right. so much food for thought. And mm. while while we think about it, Mm-hmm. And while our hearers think about it, I'm going to give us a very short break, and we'll okay. be right Awesome. Well, it was very short. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> I, was reading, I was reading in your book... <clears throat> And I'd like to ask you to turn to page sixty six with me. Okay. This this is this is something that I remembered you saying and it it really flows well into some of what you just finished saying. And mm-hmm. I'm gonna let you handle it, but I wanna draw your attention to pages sixty six and sixty seven. And whatever okay. portion you wanna pull out of that or whatever if you wanna talk about all of it where it's 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 begins with releasing and relinquishing our claims on on what we have, on who we are, et cetera. You know, that is so interesting that uh, you would say that because I was also thinking, before you asked me to go to page 66, that I was thinking about there is a passage, a, a story in my book that's called In the Meantime. And it's like, what do we do in the meantime between the times when there is, a tragedy, and until I feel like I've made connections with God. How do I um, handle that in-between time? Because in the meantime can be a M-E-A-N time. But this 66, this page 66 is really, really, really super good. My mom, when my mom was in the hospital um, and before she died, she was kind of incapacitated for maybe two years and she lived with my brother in Spokane, who is a pastor, and I would go over on weekends to relieve him so that he could spend more time with his congregation. And I don't, I do not remember how I came across this poem, but the poem that is on page sixty-six, sixty-six, has really become uh, so much of who I, I what I rely on, 
And it is just that. It says, my name is I am. Living in the past is hard because my name is not I was. Living in the future is hard because my name is not I will be. But living in this moment is not hard because I am here. My name is I am. And Mm -hmm. that is, speaking, of course, God, and it says we must realize no matter what we're going through that God is still in control. And and, and it does. It's it's very hard sometimes to imagine. God, really? I was listening today, of course, on the news, the tragedy that just happened in Las Vegas. It's like, God, where, where, how? I asked my husband, I said, how in the world can somebody injure 500 people with a gun in the midst of, I said, you know, it just blows your mind. And then, yeah, and then, of course, killed 58. So I had to stop focusing on the negatives per se, that it was negative, and began to say, God, you know, it could be so different. And I just began to pray for the families. I began to pray for uh, the bereaved ones, the ones who really lost people who were killed. I prayed for the ones who were uh, injured. And I also thought and prayed for the ones who were in the midst of, who will forever remember that tragedy. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. It's, it's, yes. It, it's, it's forever in their mind. And it's like it's just like we get up. And we think today is going to be a good day, but before the day is over, there is something else. And in that page 66, it's like every day it goes back to what I said when Jesus taught his disciples, give us this day our daily bread. So if I get up in the morning, when I get up, if I allow that to be so much of my thought, and at night when I'm getting ready to go to bed, Proverbs 3.24, I laid me down to sleep and my sleep was sweet. And that's what we have to do. We have to make a conscious choice of letting go of all of the things that transpires. And that last verse on page 67 says, trust is the bridge that we walk on as we let go. And when I think about trust <clears throat> excuse me, and the letting go, I don't know if you who are out there or parents, if you've ever put your child on the table and said, jump, 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 <laughs> you know, jump. My husband used to do that to our children. And, of course, they're kids. You know, boom, they just jump right off the table. But guess what? They jump right into his arms. And when oh. we trust, we are not just letting go. We are letting go into the hands of God, knowing that Jesus is there. Jesus has come and lived as a human on this earth. He's experienced pain, rejection, dilemmas, all of the heartache. And he knew, he knew that we couldn't handle it on our own. That's why when he went back, he sent the Holy Spirit. And so that's all of those, they're on that bridge of trust as we are letting go. As you were talking, I was thinking about uh, part of what might hinder us. I know for myself, and maybe others Mm -hmm. will identify me, part of what hinders me um, from letting go is 
preconception sometimes and expectations and mm-hmm. that in mm-hmm. oh of who I believe I am. I mean, of course mm-hmm. I have to some degree, but it's it's based on um it should, ought not to be based on 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 me so much as once I have a relationship with the Lord God on what he has planned for me. Mm-hmm. And so maybe when we let go of our expectations, we can jump into his arms more readily <laughs> and more securely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the security doesn't come from him because he's always going to be there for us. It's in our right. own mindset. What is what is it that's hindering us? You know, the the, mm-hmm. the story in the Bible of, of Peter walking on the water. Peter was walking until what? Until he started to doubt. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And right, so I, hmm? Yeah. I I'm just saying, and okay. in this day and age, we're all going to be challenged with yes. our thoughts, with our trust, and it's like, is there a God? We have to go back and we have to reflect, we have to think, we have to wait, we have to listen. Listen to the seasons of the air, listen to the birds, look at the sun, and the very heartbeat, and know that there is a God. I just love this. It's just so beautiful and so timely. And then our time is running. We have a little time left, but um, when you talk about reasons and seasons and lifetimes and the serenity prayer in the Mm -hmm. back of your I'm looking at page 122 now. Do you remember that section? Let's speak to that a little bit, and especially as we we have about four minutes left for you to Mm -hmm. um, and actually if you don't want to use that section, that's fine. You don't have to. But I want Mm -hmm. you to Leave these hearers, whether they be men or women, with some mm-hmm. last words of encouragement. Wow. Know that whatever, wherever you are in life and whatever you're going to, through, it is not um, just for you alone, and you're not alone. You really are not alone. Um, there is a lot of things that we gain when we are going through life situations and it can be there is a a poem that is out there as a matter of fact you probably can go online and get it and it's titled entitled a reason a season in a lifetime and it's like i often refer to it by saying there are many people who are in my life that are for different seasons different reasons but they are there throughout my lifetime and the serenity prayer because there are so many things we cannot change but the, it's important for us to be aware of what we can change. And there are some things that we can change, and some things it, it can be just as simple as a thought process. Begin to look up and not down. And what I cannot change, I release it and know that God is in control of it. And I know that uh, I'm not in it by myself. There is someone else who is going to help me through the bridge, and then there is somebody who I am going to help across the bridge as well. And um, there's no man is an island. No man stands alone. Each man as my brother, each man as my friend. And it's just as simple as being part of the community that you're in. 
And the community can be your neighborhood. The community can be the people who you stand in line with when you're grocery shopping. The people can be your family. All of those are your community. Learn to be a peacemaker and not a peace breaker. Ah, Hoorah, hoorah for that. Now, before Uh we go, I'd like you to tell the audience where they can um, get your book and or where how they can contact you. Oh, wow. Thank you so very much, Zenobia, for that. My book, you can get it from Amazon, or you can contact me. Uh, give me a call at my home number, 253-952-3372, or you may be able to um, send me an email. That's A-Y-V-O-N-N-E-C-O-R-B-I-N at Comcast.net. A-Y-V-O-N-N-E-C-O-R-B-I-N at Comcast.net. And I would love to hear from you. It's so exciting. So exciting. i love to hear from you. Okay, Yvonne. Well, I just want to thank you so very much once again for joining me today. And I look forward to another chat in the near future. Okay? Thank you so much, Zenobia, and you be blessed. Thank you so much. God bless Uh you. God bless you, Uh everyone. Take care and good night.